unfortunately, we are one wheel short of a tricycle this week, as Starlight is not able to join us. But uh, Cole and Newt are here to make up for our lost time, or missed time, and uh, go over our opinions on the transmog system, and our thoughts on the Guardian games so far, and some, I believe Cole has some some thick vault of glass lore to uh to uh wet our sorry <laughs> wet our whistle for the upcoming vault uh vault of glass raid but before that we're gonna hit the intro so hello and welcome to another Disney podcast and uh thank you for joining us I'm so bad at counting that down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to end it with, I'm so bad at counting. That too, yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, Hi. How have you been? How you doing? Uh, dude, I've been I've been great. We, we had a good weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, it's People may, based on, on our podcast appearances, believe that we haven't seen each other in a long time. But uh, yeah. we managed to hang out yesterday. We... Drove quite a ways out along the coast. Yeah, we did. It was a lot of fun. Um, Starlight, I can't hear you because I'm at work, but I just want you to know that you both look beautiful today. Well, something's definitely wrong. He never. Yeah. Him, so. <laughs> He's. But thank you, buddy. I think you need a sick day, Starlight. Um. <laughs> yeah. Lord knows you have enough of them accumulated. Like holy Christ. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Do you want to? I don't know, I'll start telling the story, I guess, because I am the, quote, host, end quote. Sure, <laughs> go for it. Um, yeah, yesterday we drove out along the coast of Vancouver Island. Uh, we took two separate cars because, mm -hmm. well, first we wanted to just see if Cole's car could even handle the trip. Oh, yeah, it and, handled beautifully. Yeah, and it was also just kind of fun to, like, we had two separate cars, but we had radios in each car, so we could we could <laughs> chat on the way up, and and uh, it's a really fun road to drive, especially because, and I don't think I've said this yet on, on, on the podcast, last you heard, my car quit. Um, <laughs> Fucking died. Yeah, but... Uh, two weekends ago which is part of the reason why we haven't really had a, a stream lately because i've been dealing with all this two weekends ago i finally arranged to purchase a new vehicle i got a little subaru impreza 2012 mm -hmm. um just under 90k on it um or 90,000k rather um so it was a pretty good deal i really like it it was a lot of fun driving it yesterday it was a good grab that you managed to get yeah um other than that it's been busy with work i guess i don't think i have really anything else that exciting to tell that's the big thing is i got a new car which again yeah. that's part of the reason like sorry it's been so long since we did a podcast but like yeah. my weekends recently have been filled up with going to see this car going to see that car going to see this True. car deciding on which car okay now we gotta arrange to meet with the dealership okay we're going to dealership we're getting all the paperwork sorted out okay we've got that okay go to the bank get my check and i'm, just, I'm sitting over here like why can't we bad cast well because newt's newt was tied up with a bunch of, bunch of car shit and starlight just works yeah all constantly the <laughs> all the all the time <laughs> so that's where that's where we're at on that so but yeah it's good to be back as i feel like i say that every episode yeah <laughs> i yeah i think you're not far off on that probably um... not <clears throat> excuse me so yeah we had a we had a good weekend i got a sunburn definitely also just got a haircut today so that's that's fun exciting yeah so i'm, I'm feeling fresh i'm feeling toasty and uh yeah I don't know what else. There's not really a whole lot else to tell. Guardian Games has been going pretty well. Uh, like just before we started the uh, the episode here, I managed to get both uh, Air Apparent and the Catalyst for it. So I'm just going to be uh, 
doing some of that at some point more uh but I'm, i've been feeling a little bit of burnout on destiny lately i'm like oh i'm over level 200 on the season's pass at this point i'm like yeah i'm just playing it for the hell of it yeah trying to get my uh, i'm trying to get up to like 1310 which i'm pretty damn close to like without the uh the artifact power and uh yeah that's all i really have on that i've, I've been playing a little bit of halo like very recently which has been a lot of fun yeah I've, I've really really been enjoying playing halo um yeah you just remind me i need to run presage after this yeah that's uh, get my pinnacle uh yeah a guardian games is fine <laughs> right uh <laughs> people don't even know what people don't even know what we're reacting to right now so yeah, Guardian Games has been fine. Like, I don't really have any issue with it. Um, I heard a theory that I think is credited to Orchid. Uh, that not not a theory, excuse me, an idea that instead of having it uh, be Titans versus Warlocks versus uh, Hunters, like a class war, it should it should have instead been uh, like a faction rally, like Dead Orbit and Noon Monarchy and Future War Cult. So it's like keep all the mechanics the exact same. It's just uh, the points go towards those factions instead, and maybe give out some shaders, uh, some like uh, specific shaders for who you're who you're following. Yeah, I think yeah. that that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I also people are saying like, why don't we just make like a, a streamlined, less intensive version of this to replace uh, factions. Like just yeah. have it all the time, like how mm -hmm. like how we used to have factions in D one. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I, I still I still liked the how like how you how the factions worked back in D one, whereas you had to pledge yourself to to a faction, and yeah. basically then you just you accumulated uh, XP in the background, and if you wanted to switch, you couldn't do it for like an entire week or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah it was pretty sweet. So yeah, and then eventually once you got a certain to a certain rank with them you got like a special ship yeah. a special uh class item exactly so it gave you that incentive to stick with the uh, the faction that you chose and so i i went with dead orbit like right off the bat and it was that was pretty great there was a, yeah i think it was was the hung jury the dead orbit scout rifle that you got yes it was very good okay. i used yeah. that for a very long time <laughs> yeah. our urban and i were trying to figure that out the other day on, on one of my streams and uh yeah so it was the hung jury god that was such a good such a good yeah thing. i had a outlaw firefly yeah, which Firefly was... was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess that pretty much covers what we've been up to. I think so. I oh, the one other thing that I've been doing in Destiny to kind of freshen it up a little bit is like, uh, I used to use Chaperone a lot back in D one, and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna relearn how to use Chaperone. So I've been trying to. I've the past couple days that I've been playing Destiny, I've been running around with Chaperone and Crucible. How's it been working to... for you? It's hit and miss still. <laughs> i feel like the first day i've played really well with it and then i have like this weird thing where i become worse at something the more i practice with it hmm. so um but yeah i it's just hard because i don't play very often so i don't really like it's so hard to improve at something in the game when you only play like really like one day a week for like a large sum of time True. And of that you're like hopping on for like a half hour to do a couple, you know, pinnacles or something mm. after work and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so that's something I've been experimenting with. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Cool. All right. <laughs> so I figure we should probably skim over the last twab just because it has some pretty big stuff in it and true our thoughts yeah. on it and then we well can touch on we can base i guess we can summarize the last twab as it uh, they expanded on transmog like yeah. exactly what it's going to involve and here i'm just gonna <laughs> uh i'm just gonna read through some of it um yeah, for sure. how this feature will work and how you can work your way towards your favorite looks quick note many of the following screenshots from from test builds uh, before we get too deep, here's a quick list of steps that players will take to convert their armor appearance into universal armor ornaments. 1. Defeat enemies to earn Synth Strand. Spend Synth Strand on bounties to earn Synth Cord. Mm -hmm. Convert Synth Cord at the loom. Damn, dude. Come on. Oh, sorry, I just, like, blacked out for a second there. 
God, you need to drink some coffee. I am vibrating right now. I've Conversion score at the loom in the towers of Soon We've used Soon Thweave to convert an unlocked armor appearance from collections into universal armor ornament. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, but I feel like people are complaining a little bit more over this than they should. Uh, it's not that big a deal, I don't think. After earning 150 strand, since strands, players may visit A to 1 in the tower to acquire class-specific bounties, which will reward Synth Court. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get these. Uh, there will be five categories of armor synthesis bounties. Vanguard, Crucible, Gambit, Destinations, or Raids and Dungeons. So you'll basically, basically be able to just get them anywhere you want. Like wherever you yeah. spend the majority of your time in Destiny, that's where you can earn your looks. Which works, yeah. The pretty... So... Yeah, I'll give my thoughts on this first part here. Sure. I don't like it. I feel like it's pointless. Uh, I understand that it's kind of like... They are... um, Reintroducing the system that Ada 1 used to use back in Season of the Forge... Mm-hmm. Right where you had to like earn things to 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 purchase bounties, yeah, which would then unlock weapons for you. Yes. Um, but I just don't think it's necessary. Like, this is I've I've brought this up a couple times. This is a prime example of it. Like, this is where systems start to outweigh fun. And I think this is one point where they've gone too far into systems. (laughs) Like, they're, like, too worried about getting this, like, I don't know, right, quote-unquote, in their mind. And Mm -hmm. they've forgot the fun part. (laughs) I mean, I can can see where you're coming from. Sorry, go ahead. And I understand that, like, part of it is to introduce another gameplay loop into Destiny. Right. But... I'd rather the gameplay, like, I'd rather be doing this stuff, like the Strikes or Crucible or Gambit or Destinations mm-hmm. or Raisin Dungeons, for yeah. the, 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 the activity itself. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish they didn't have to entice me into these activities. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> not even, well, it's... I can see where you're coming. Do I look mad? That's the haircut. I can see where you're coming from on where you where you, you can think it's a little bit unnecessary. I am actually in complete disagreement with you there. I don't mind that they're adding this back in because it reminds me of the grind that you went in that went in towards getting uh, a legendary weapon from from Ada uh, back when back in season of the Forge. And I really personally, I really enjoyed that system. So. I don't mind it. And the fact that this synth, the synth strand, synth, synth strand, yeah, uh, collects in the back. Wait, hold on. Is it the synth strand that collects in the background? See, this is... <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah. So, synth strand collects in the background. I don't mind that because I'm going to be doing this stuff anyway. I'm still going to be going after pinnacle weapons and such. And, like, I'm still going to be going to be doing, uh, hopefully soon, going to be doing grandmasters. Like, I'm going I'm to be doing night, uh, nightfall strikes. I'm going to be doing that stuff regardless. So, it's nice to have it uh, collecting in the background. And going back to Ada for the synth weave, rather to convert the synth weave, kind of gives it like there's a point to Ada being there because I think part of this is also Ada's story isn't quite complete. So we're gonna, I think there's gonna be some story element to uh, story element going on there. Hopefully, uh, I like the fact that we do have to go back to Ada to to get this stuff done, and it gives it gives you a little bit more satisfaction i guess to uh getting that universal ornament do you uh one thing i will say i'm glad that the bounties like for example crucible (coughs) bounties are like capture zones and crucible control matches or complete Mm -hmm. crucible matches and defeat opponents using specific damage types as a team they're broad enough like it's not like use bows in in nightfall strikes to um, complete this bounty like it's not like it's forcing you to play in a specific way Um, exactly yeah i do also this is a bit of a weird one i find it kind of insulting that ada one which is like a masterpiece of technology from the golden age who's a walking talking intelligent forge that creates light empowered weapons basically is now like 
<laughs> I'm subcontractor to Eververse to make Guardians look good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly stoked on the on the fact that that's how like that's her function yeah in the game but i'm once again i'm just like i've got my fingers crossed that there is going to be more depth to it like she's not just going to be uh like a common vendor like hawthorne for example yeah um yeah like the black armor like people love the black armor clearly and there's stuff to be done there there's still stuff uh there is clearly still some story to be told like exactly what is radiance and how did the how did uh the three families uh figure this out how did they create radiance and why has ada never gone through the loop billboard crash cycle maybe yeah. it's because of radiance like I, i've i've gone over this more times than i can count so i won't do it now but there's um, there's still something to be told there yeah it just kind of sucks now that it's if they do end up telling the story, it's going to be locked behind. Hey, Guardian, go get this bounty finished so you can look good, and I'll tell you. <laughs> we'll see. Um, we'll see. Another... There's going to there's gonna be another lore book associated with it, so maybe yeah. it's like completing like, a certain amount of bounties gets you a, a lore tab or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, another contentious part of this Uh you can earn up to 10 synth weave per class per season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just Eververse. And the, specifically because the next section is Eververse will offer synth weave templates for direct purchase through the Guardian Appearance screen. Players may either purchase a single synth weave or they may, pe- may purchase a five piece bundle. So. Yeah. Like, I saw, like, you know, the. the the Mr. Krabs meme, where it's like, what, what, <laughs> no. what convinced you to? What, what, what convinced you to build? A, a what convinced you to build a second Krusty Krab yeah. right next to the original? Money. Money. It's like, what convinced <laughs> you to introduce a a a, cap, a ten item cap on Transmog? Money. <laughs> yep, that's well, it. Well, no, see here, it says players might earn up to twenty synth weave per class. Well, for the first season. Okay. Yeah. Then after that, it's only ten. Um. I don't know. I and mean, people are saying like it, the ten isn't a bad thing because it's not the worst. Like people are going to choose like one look basically and stick with it. But I don't think that's true. Like almost it's... like every activity I do, like because I'm differing and I'm using a different exotic, I have a different look. So like yeah. Crucible, Vanguard, um, and Strike Slash, uh, Gambit, and mm-hmm. then nightfalls well, I mean, Gam- all four how, of those how... yeah well strike slash gambit yeah. right like that's what i'm running tether like all four mm-hmm. of those have a different look and then i like to change things up within that look i don't know yeah. i i so... personally I, don't know. I think that the 10 is more than enough like i off i can count maybe five items that i want to get immediately at the very most and after that i would have to start searching for things and but that's what uh, i want to do yeah yeah i know <laughs> i know i want to like dive deep into the armor and like find like some crazy hidden rare piece of armor that that I looks can amazing use. yeah like, that yeah. like no one else is going to be using yeah but well then pri- prioritize that one like that's 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 all i'm saying like i don't know i think we're, we're like as i said I've said before, we're not going to know until the system actually drops, and I can see where people are coming from. I just think that there's been a lot, this is definitely a giant knee-jerk reaction from a lot of the community, and I personally don't exactly think it's warranted. Yeah. Also, I think people are freaking out for the case of freaking out. Like, I think people are looking for excuses. See, I don't think so. I think this one's genuine. Like, and, like, I just feel like the 10 cap is also gonna like might also be like part of a, a marketing play where they're gonna come yeah. back and be like oh hey we heard you and we're removing the the cap of 10 items and everybody all of a sudden everybody's gonna be like Bungie's the best we they listen to us you know it's like like i don't know it's like bargaining so that we can have fun in the game <laughs> yeah um i don't know i'm not a fan i'm not a fan I feel like 
basically this has convinced me like i've thought this for a long time but basically destiny is just not gonna be the game that i was hoping it would be one day <laughs> i don't know like it's... i don't think it's ever gonna be like that now um we'll and i understand they have to make money but... that's also another huge part of it is because they don't have the activision sugar daddy dollars yeah like they have to i think they just need yeah. to be a bit more trans like I feel like the perfect thing they ever, like the best thing they ever did is when they came out and they're like, hey, because everyone purchased the Whisper, or not everyone, okay, because so many people purchased Whisper of the Worm Ornament, like that funded Zero Hour. So, like, yeah. I wish they would, like, come out with stuff like, like, they would, they would reveal stuff like that more often. It would make me feel mm -hmm. a lot better about, about stuff like this. They did have to re reveal that retroactively, though, didn't they? Yeah, they said or, it, like, yeah. quite a while after. Yeah after zero hour yeah. came out i think pretty sure uh, yeah I, but yes i'll leave it at that i don't like it <laughs> i'm not happy. i don't mind it i'm <laughs> i'm fucking stoked for transmog like for the system itself so stoked for it i'm gonna be getting my uh midnight exigent midnight exigent yeah i'm gonna be getting my midnight exigent helm and gauntlets right off the bat so i'm gonna make my titan look like my rasputin strike rasputin strike guy uh that he was always meant to be and then from there on, uh, I'm probably going to get a couple hunter cloaks, maybe. I don't know. It's it's tough finding a proper hunter cloak for what I need. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for the uh, for the little bit of a grind that has to go into it. So, yeah. Um. All right. So this uh, this week's twab is largely about Vault of Glass. Yes, it is. Um, I haven't actually read through this part, but if there's any lore in it, I'm gonna skip it so that we can just. It'll probably just. There, get there's not a lot later. more. It's 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 very much um, like a technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Vault of Glass is coming back. Uh, there is going to be a challenge for getting the clear on day one. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna go live on May 22nd at 10 a.m. P PDT. Um, coming up soon. I'm excited. I wonder if I'll try it. Probably not. No, I'm not going to be able to because I'm at work. I forgot. Um, what? I was I was thinking about seeing if I could try it first day, but isn't oh, I that see, yeah. wasn't that a Tuesday I think or something? Probably. Was yeah. the twenty second? Yeah. We'll we'll see. Oh no! Like a, yeah. The twenty second? Oh yeah, May twenty second. Well, here I can I can just look I it up in the calendar. Friday. Yeah. Um. World's first races have been exciting events over the last seven years. Uh, back then, back in 2014, <gasps> no one knew. Yeah, the 22nd is a Saturday. Oh, really? Fuck yeah, Kenny, we're in. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, there was a mystery and excitement in the air that set up the stage for all future races to come. With this being the first raid returning from Destiny Content Vault, we asked ourselves, how do we recapture or reimagine that moment? Our goal is to not fundamentally evolve this raid into something completely new. So this will be the first race, outside of previous hard modes, where players have a broad understanding of what to expect. Uh, while still while they... encountering changes, they'll have to adapt to like. Yeah, we don't we don't know what the changes are yet. Yeah, uh, we'll be shaking things up with a new type of world's first race. It will launch in contest mode, enable for twenty four hours. You will need to be at thirteen hundred power to be at the cap for all of the encounters. Easy. Clearing Vault of Glass with Contest Mode active is the first step to access the new Challenge Mode in the Director and the Temple's Edge Triumph. Completing Temple's Edge, a curated list of triumphs in this newly unlocked Challenge Mode will be how a fire team crosses the world first finish line and claims their prize. To enforce the Triumph requirements in the Challenge Mode, your team will wipe if you fail the success conditions during each encounter. Okay, so that's a lot of technical stuff that we just blitzed through really quickly there. Yeah, um... I mean, you only need to be 1300. That's pretty standard. Uh, so, as far as I'm understanding this, you have to clear Vault of Glass on contest mode. And then that will unlock the new Challenge version mode. Yeah. of the, the, the raid. Yeah. So then people so, will have to go back through it. So you have to do it twice. Yeah. Um and while I guess, you're going I bet that through makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think people are going to blitz through it the first time. Whilst yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Whilst yeah. running through the second time, you have to be completing triumphs throughout the raid. Mm -hmm. If you do not complete the triumphs, uh your team will 
swipe if he failed the success conditions during each encounter. Yeah. And from that, like, I'm assuming that means, like, basically if you fail one of the triumphs in an encounter, it just wipes you back to the start of the encounter. I would assume so, yeah. Um, pretty sick-looking uh, belt, obviously. Belt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that is, like, a physical belt that people get, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um... Okay. I like that, that that they're making it silver instead of gold, not to like take away from the people that are that originally did it first uh, all those years ago. Yeah, and I feel like it just fits better with Vault of Glass. Vault of Glass is very True. Just yeah. seems shiny. Shiny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um A few weeks ago we talked about upcoming changes we were making in the sandbox. We started by looking at a few weapon types that were a little hot and need some cooling down. Today we are right. focusing on some upcoming buffs coming next season. Um. So, for heavy weapons, this is how we intend the weapons to fill the roles of add clear, single target damage, and burst damage. Explanation of roles: add clear, clearing weaker enemies faster than you could with a primary ammo weapon. Um. Yeah. Single target damage, burning down a boss. Burst damage, burning down a champion quickly, or for bosses with multiple damage phases, clearing a phase quickly. This is a lot. Do we need to go through all this? No, <laughs> Do <we really> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no. The only thing I really wanted to point out in this mm -hmm. um, is for... Uh, I wanted to cover the linear fusion rifles. Yep, so that makes sense. These are an unpopular choice in PvE, large because other weapons do their intended job, single target, sustain damage better or more efficiently without the requirement of landing all precision hits. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to keep LFRs uh, on precision damage, but decided to increase the precision damage to make them more competitive and increase and increase reserves, give them more staying power. Um, so increase precision damage by 15%, increase reserve ammo by 20%. Uh, so what I wanted to mention is that Sleeper Simulant... Plus 50% damage buff next season will allow it to out-DPS Xenophage, every rocket launcher, and tie with 1,000 voices. Mm -hmm. So it's back! <laughs> Sleeper yeah. Simulant's back! Um, Eventually. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's been a long time since that gun has been good, and it's one of my favorites. Like, just for like... Every now and then, you just get one of those clips where you're doing damage, and all of a sudden you're dead, and you're like, what the fuck? What killed me? misadventure and he realized that one of the laser beams ricocheted off five walls and came back and killed you <laughs> um, oh or the the absolute classic where you're about to fire sleeper simulant and a titan pops a bubble around yeah you. <laughs> you just want to so ricochet inside the bubble yeah, yeah. um oh, that's i'm good. excited for that um subsistence when we made this perk i just because i like this <laughs> perk i want to read it um uh, no longer reduces reserve animation and munition. Submachine guns now receive the same ammo fraction per takedown that auto rifles do. Uh, was ten percent mm -hmm. like most weapons now seventeen percent. Um, that's good because I really like that that perk. I have it on a lot of weapons. It's really good. Uh, high impact reserves and under pressure. These are now active as long as their conditions are met. Unrelenting. Now easier to trigger in PVE. Immediate trigger on majors and heals twenty percent more. Um, I'm just reading through the buffs. Sympathetic Arsenal now grants plus 20 reload on, in addition to its primary effect. Uh, Dragonfly now works on... Oh, it always bugged us that Dragonfly wouldn't proc on every enemy. Now works on Heavy Shanks and Servitors and occurs even faster than after the season of Chosen Fears. Oh, that's really good. Hmm. So he... Because... Um, I didn't realize that it is bugged on Heavy Shanks and Servitors. I didn't realize is, that. I don't, I don't use Dragonfly very often. Like, no. The only one I really use it on is um, uh, fuck, what's it called? Polaris Lance. So that's uh, because it just inherently has it hip after fire... you complete the quest. Yeah, Hipfire yeah. Grip is getting a buff as well, which makes me excited considering we just had that that little yeah. rumble game between all of us, and I was running around mm -hmm. with my Hipfire Sniper. Yep. <laughs> plus one degrees precision hip angle threshold. Plus one point two percent reticle stickiness fall off distance. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. sure it's a buff so great um <laughs> note that precision hip fire angle caps at the aim down site i see i don't understand what any of that means but yeah, it's, it's, it's good, like i said so this is so it. much technical yeah. shit 
I don't wanna. Um, <laughs> I wanna talk about lore. Okay, I'm gonna skip a bunch of all of those. But Hawkmoon. Increased priority of paracausal charge and paracausal shot buff text. This was sometimes dropping off the bottom of the list. I'd noticed that, did you? No. Oh really? Sometimes <laughs> if you have like several buffs going at once, yeah. some of them I go mean... missing and you're like, Do I have that? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm not sure. Um uh for shotguns we don't expect the change to the two dominant shotguns replacing quick draw with surplus and nerfing quick draw to really move the needle on shotgun usage over on pvp we agree with some of the comments that weapon usage is not only dependent on tuning but that map design is also a factor however we want more weapons to be viable on all maps and we can achieve this through tuning giving other special weapons room to excel specifics coming later uh dead man's tail with the upcoming nerf to 120 hand cannon range we expect to see surge in dead man's tail usage which is already high <laughs> yeah it's ridiculously high already uh so we had we... enough moving pieces in season 14 that we didn't want to try to squeeze this in at the same time but we have a change ready to go uh that reigns in its ability to challenge sniper rifles 120 hand cannons and ha and scout rifles while in hip fire without detracting from the fantasy of the weapon it's it's got to be just like a, a a damage drop off at, at after a certain range like that's yeah. all they could really do with it so um and fusion rifles uh also will be upcoming changes eventually um yeah i mean i don't it's funny shotguns like I don't really ever seem to run into shotguns unless it's fell winters. <laughs> I do. Uh, Seventh Seraph. Oh, actually, so that's I true. Quite often. Yeah, yeah that's uh, another Seventh one. Seraph, Astro Horizon. Uh, okay, God, now you're starting to remind me of all the. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, I mean they're there. I feel like, but yeah, but I feel like shotguns in general aren't too bad. It's just fell winters, fell winters especially. Yeah. It's just it fucking maps you. So. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, like this has specifics on that will be coming later. So yeah. there's uh, there, yeah. So season season fourteen is, fuck man. There's a lot coming with season fourteen, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty big shift for the game, I think. Yeah. Um, the hot fixes. I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. Don't really need to go go yeah, into I don't, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna bother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reading through that uh, one. Punisher rewards weekly known issues. Um. Yes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the videos of the week. The uh, one of them was called uh, Twelve, and um, basically, it's just a, a montage of all the things that people did while, um, uh, while we were able to go in with twelve man raids and and all that stuff, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I guess I should check that out. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's just basically them showing how quickly they could burn that stuff. And it does look like fun. And I think that Bungie should at some point implement 12-man activities, which would be a lot of fun. I'd even um, be fine with it being like just regular strikes, but you don't really get anything out of it just because you're going to burn yeah. through it so fast. It would yeah, just be like for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Rookie in the chat is asking about drastic changes because uh, he's still doing the legacy missions to find kids killer. Bruh, catch up. Uh, no, like like story wise, there aren't going to be very many drastic changes for season fourteen. We're still chugging right along after Beyond Light, and everything. Um, Ada's coming back. We don't really know what the. Oh right, I guess that is a good point to talk about this right now. So there, some people did data mine uh, a name, which might give us a clue as to what's coming next for this season. Have you heard about it, Newt? No. So apparently. This is what I've heard. I, I, I have no way to confirm this, but the uh, the date of my name was Season of the Splicer. Oh. So, which oh. could be kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so for those of you, oh. some of you might, yeah, some of you might recognize that name. The Splicers were actually an offshoot of the House of Devils back in D1, and they were the main antagonists of the Rise of Iron campaign. And they were the fallen that got their hands on SIVA, the nanite technology that can do basically anything. And so they upgraded themselves. They became partially robotic to become closer to their machine god. Now, people are saying that if the fallen are going to be another, are, are going to be, if, if this all pans out and season of the splicer is in fact a SIVA uh, season and that the splicers are somehow back from the plague lands, <coughs> 
then Mithrax might come into things because he, it looks like we've been gathering allies over this past seasonal arc for the year. So back in Beyond Light, we got Varix back. In And Season of the Hunt, we got uh, um, Crow. Uh, so we freed Crow from the spider. And so he is now an ally working pretty quickly up the ranks. Might become the new Hunter Vanguard. We'll see. And now we have Kyadal. On our, well, on our quote-unquote side hmm. so if yeah. we're if we're gathering allies mithrax is the next logical person to take that spotlight and i'm hoping that this season of the splicer thing pans out that so we'll see we'll see in a couple weeks would be nice yeah i'm always down for siva exactly same here as are we all yeah um, what was the point of that? <laughs> i feel like there's like we were leading into something there i think you just that was it. Yeah. You heard the, the leak that there, there might be season of the splicer. Yeah. We will see. Oh, yeah. So there's uh so the Guardian Games closing ceremony is coming up pretty soon here. It's going to last for two days. And there's actually a triumph that uh, gives you a gold medal. That's for, uh, for uh, participating in the closing ceremonies. So I don't know what that's all about. But we'll see. I'm curious to see what that's all about. Maybe it'll be a live event, like I think it going might overhead be. or something like that on the yeah. tower in the tower. Yeah, we'll see. I love the um, the banners behind their ships, like the Kyle oh, ships. Oh, but behind uh, yeah, Kyle ships. They're they're pretty cool, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I really yeah. like the design. Actually, the design of the whole ship it kind of gives me like a Halo vibe, like the the actual build of the ship. It definitely gives and, yeah, they, it definitely the, looks like Covenant inspired for sure. And then I love the uh yeah, the banners hanging behind them are very cool. Just the gigantic banners, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um something else I meant to mention before we hop into the lore. Mm -hmm. Um I highly recommend everybody goes and watch Dado's video about transmog. I actually um, haven't checked it out yet. Is it any good? It's really good. It's really, really well thought out. Um Okay. Yeah, no, it, he keeps a very level head about it, and and uh, <clears throat> yeah, definitely go check out Dados. Uh, let me see if I can find the name of it. Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah, Foreververse. <laughs> I said the whole shipment back to Fenchurch. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, lore. Yep, getting into it. Uh, stall, stall for me, stall okay. for me. Okay, really quick. I think I need. Oh, okay. Hang on. I got a joke here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How can I? What's the best way to do this? Colt. Yo, what's up? You spend a lot of time sitting in front of your computer reading lore. Yes, I do. You're getting really pasty. Mm -hmm. I think I, maybe. You need to lower your caloric intake. <laughs> caloric intake. God, I... Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> I'm going to run you off the road the next time we head up island. All right, did I stall long enough or... <laughs> no, because I had to focus on what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> Ugh, fine. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, So, the Vault of Glass. There is a lot to talk about now i covered a lot of the vault of glasses lore way back in one of our episodes i can't remember exactly exactly which episode it was is within our first like dozen episodes i think and i covered the first vault of glass fire team which inc uh, included kabir the legionless the titan uh pahanan the hunter and praedith the warlock ultimately they all ended up perishing sort of kind of kabir uh he slowly kind of started to lose it and he drank the radiolarian fluid in there and eventually turned into a vex but not before changing his light into the aegis which is uh, a key con uh, a key tool that we use to defeat uh the templar in the vault of glass Pahanan actually escaped and survived the Vault of Glass, but he went sort of insane after this because he saw pretty much his entire fire team bite it. 
and he actually created the exotic machine gun back in Destiny 1 called the Super Good Advice. Now, the Super Good Advice, basically, um, its exotic perk was basically what Mulligan is now. Like oh, I shot want that perk. gun back. I know. Missed shots were returned to the magazine. And he was eventually killed by Reza Lazir, or also known as Dredgen Yor. So he, he met his fate at the end of Dredgen Yor's Thorn. Now... That's two confirmed dead. Praetith is a whole other mystery entirely. So he was the warlock of that of the team. And he was technically captured in the Vault of Glass, and he was held capture, uh, captive there in a cell outside of time and space, basically. And he actually, we think he escaped. We're not sure because the aspect lore book covers Praetith's time in this prison. And how the, um, when in the Golden Age, uh, who was it? The, Ish, the, the Ishtar Collective team, they, uh, oh God, okay. So the Ishtar Collective, <laughs> they captured a, a Vex mind, I think. It was, I think it was either a goblin or a, uh, a minotaur or something like that, but they were, able to, they were able to experiment on it. And what they found was that this single Vex was connected to the Vex Collective. And so essentially... The, they were able to see that the goblin was simulating them in this. And so they started to kind of panic and say, okay, what we're doing right now, is this real life or is this a simulation? So they eventually got uh, Rasputin in to help them out and figure out, yes, like what we're doing right now is real life. And so what they were able to do is they were able to go into this Vex collective network and rescue all 227 versions of themselves. I think I believe there were four of them. And so they, they were able to pull those versions out and keep them as data essentially but while they were in there those versions actually found Praetith so they found Praetith and the end of the lore book let me just look this up real quick here it's also they, crazy how this all yeah. ties back or ties into um, Clovis Bray because I know Sunderesh. right yeah mm -hmm. so also um Praetith was actually the original creator of No Time to Explain. Now, I think they sort of retconned it um, because apparently No Time to Explain was found in was found by uh, Clovis One and Elsie in the Deepstone Crypt. Like it was one of the weapons that Clovis had created, but originally Praetith actually created it and wrote soon on the barrel saying that the darkness was coming soon. Now, the aspect lore book ends with um, the garden's massive door hums, an echo of the song the goblins sing as they tend the flowers. The first minotaur readies itself to step through, shield coming awake around it. Everything that has happened is, from a certain point of view, always happening. Everything that will happen is happening. If you know how to slice the ribbon of chronology thin enough, you can step through to the necessary moment. If you know how to tear it... 160 Mayas reach for the Kiomas by their side. 158 Kiomas reach back. One Praetith, sit waiting for the conductor's baton to drop. Uncountable Vex in the garden, waiting for the same event. A synchrony none of them notice. Somewhere, a veil is always lifting. Somewhere, Kabir is always dooming himself. Somewhere, a door is always opening. Somewhere, they are always stepping through. So that whole situation relates back to Season of the Undying, where the Vex offensive started happening. Now, it's implying that Praetith actually found his way out of the vault. But at the same time, when we were originally doing the No Time to Explain exotic quest back in Destiny 1, we found Praetith's bones in the Vault of Glass. So time's really fucky in the vault. And Atheon, Atheon, however you want to pronounce it, the boss that we fight is, the, is time's conflux. Atheon himself is the singular point where all timelines converge. And we don't know whether uh, Atheon created the vault or the vault created Atheon. They're kind, of, they're kind of intertwined one in another. But there's one point in the, uh, in the Grimoire card called Vault of Glass from Destiny 1. And it's basically, uh, it's a note from Pahanan. Uh, it was him remembering Kabir. Um, but there's a quote here that I actually, that Mylan Games, um, when I was listening to uh, DDU, he pointed this out and it 
kind of it's kind of cool actually. So the quote is in the vault time frays and a needle moves through it. The needle is the will of Atheon. I do not know the name of the shape that comes after the needle. Supposedly there's something beyond Atheon. We don't know what that is. Well, there's no confirmation. I feel like they could like make some sort of connection or yeah. play on the fact that like a hand guides a needle right oh yeah absolutely yeah so that it'd be atheon easy is enough. more of a yeah a tool atheon's a, tu a tool atheon's that's what i'm thinking that atheon's more of a tool than anything <laughs> he's a fucking tool <laughs> <laughs> but with all of this coming back uh this it's really quite fascinating because it's also theorized that there were originally six members of the first Vault of Glass fire team. It's just that Kabir, Pahanan, and Praetith are the only ones that we know their names of because, uh, bu -bu -bu -bum. where was it? Yeah, no one can open the vault alone. I opened the vault. There was no one with me, but I was not alone. So this is part of why Pahanan went partially insane is because he knows for a fact that you can't open the vault alone. And that, that was a mechanic back in D1. You had to have a team of at least three people to open the vault. But he was he finds that he's inside the vault. But he's alone inside of the vault. Right. So it's all it's it's theorized that those other three members that we don't know the names of were just erased entirely from existence. That there's just no record of them. Because I think that's what the Gorgons do to you. They they find yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. And they wipe you from existence. Yeah, all traces, all memories of you. So this is why Pahan is going insane because he knows he, he got in somehow. He had people with him. He was he had a team, but he can't remember them. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more. <laughs> I just <laughs> there's so much to cover, and I'm not gonna like waste everybody's time and cover it all. But I would highly suggest you guys go in and read up as much as you can on the uh, on the Vault of Glass and on Atheon. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a part two next week. I'd like that. I would definitely like that. Like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like something about predictions of like if there's going to be any yeah. story revealed come next yeah. or on May 22nd. So when the, it's, the it's uh, one thing we should probably point out about the Vault of Glass raid is that technically the raid itself is going to be quote unquote standalone. Like, you're going to land on Venus, but you won't be able to exit the activity, like go into a separate area of Venus and explore the planet. They haven't confirmed whether or not Venus is actually coming back, but I would assume that it is. Because if it's in the Destiny Content Vault, and if they're bringing Vault of Glass back, then I would hope that they can bring Venus back as well. Yeah, I feel... Venus isn't... It's not that Venus disappeared... What what is the reason that we haven't gone back to Venus? I don't think there is one like in there's lore wise, right? Yeah. It's just no, there, there's gone nothing. Back. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, it's been a big question. Yeah, yeah. What was another location in D one that we haven't gone back to at all? Uh, I think Venus might be the only one. Mm -hmm. The moon, mm. Mars, but like part of yeah. Mars, we haven't gone back to Different the same part. place on yeah. Mars. So I think, that, like, with bringing all this back, it would be a good idea to bring back the Ishtar Collective. Like it within the lore, because we've now yeah. explored everything to do with uh, Clovis Bray. Would be nice to see the flip side of that coin. Yeah, I agree. And anything that has to do with Vex is interesting because it, mm -hmm. you know, it gets so timey wimey. Um, yeah, exactly. The fact yeah. that we found Praetith's bones in the vault, but he's still sending messages to us and potentially coming back. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. I also, I always feel like. Whenever we deal with Vex, that's the closest we get to dealing directly with the Traveler and the Darkness. Yeah. Um, because the Vex were, like, the first beings, basically. Like, they were within yeah, the exactly. Garden and all that they stuff. Were, yeah. Um, and they are actually... From my understanding, they were actually the pattern that would always repeat in the Garden that the Darkness like but the traveler so. did not enjoy it's a yeah. little hard to understand but i th like that seems like reading through it like that seems to be the case yeah um like right. there are a lot of ways that you can read that uh the unveiling lore book <laughs> yeah it's that's one of the most frustrating lore books because it's all like <laughs> like the whole story of destiny is like right there yeah 
but it's just vague enough that you can't really you can't like, pin it down you can't get anything from it yeah and the problem <laughs> as well is that it's the darkness speaking directly to us like, yeah so is this the truth is yeah like, like, you, you can't, it, like that lore because it's an unreliable has an unreliable narrator because it's the darkness speaking like i said directly to yeah. us it's like, you can't exactly take it as a as fact so it's like <laughs> it definitely like yeah it definitely makes like no damn sense takes the side of the darkness like it like makes you think that like the yeah. traveler kind of broke the rule or the light yeah. the gardener broke the yeah. rules and <laughs> pieced out basically yeah oh uh, that's a good one yeah we'll see one way or another uh atheon is coming back as as a boss so i'm fucking stoked for that yeah and just the the story the potential story elements like if if they decide to expand on this and not just keep it as a standalone raid because mm, what they've been doing with the strikes lately that have come back from d1 is that they're like moments in time that we're just revisiting which I, i'm not a fan of i would have been a much bigger fan of it if they had somehow reintroduced it or just reskinned some stuff and just recorded some extra dialogue yeah yeah so i'm hoping that's not the case for vault of glass we'll see though all right well oh excuse me shall we yeah we can call it there wrap up all right uh cool where can people find you (laughs) yeah people can find me uh on twitter at adp colossus you can also find me on twitch same name adp colossus i've been streaming pretty uh, much more consistently lately still don't have a solid schedule because why would i (laughs) Uh, and that's pretty much all i have to say on that note uh yeah hit me up oh also if you want to join the northern lights discord server if you're canadian and you're listening to this come and uh come and join us uh shoot me a message on either twitter or twitch uh and we can uh, get all that figured out for you because we're looking for canadians looking for uh, the canadian destiny community to come together yeah so that's my selfish plug of the uh of the <laughs> week uh new what about you where can people find you uh you can find me racing up on the island in my new subaru um and also uh you can find me on twitter at adp newt the ease of three as per usual Mm -hmm. and you can also find me rating into Mylan games because we're gonna do that right now oh is that what we're doing right now i think so yeah sounds good let's go say hi to Mylan. okay thank you so much everyone stay hydrated Um, yeah and hopefully newt gets this out before monday yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>